Are you a technician who wants to set yourself apart? Then the Trusted Technician Podcast is for you. I'm your host, Dr. Krista Fabrick with SBE. And on this podcast, we will have top performing technicians and experienced HVAC coaches and trainers sharing their tips and strategies to help you be more successful. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode. Today, I have with me Derek Hofrichter, one of our very own coaches and trainers here at SBE. Thank you for coming to talk to me today, Derek. I'm excited. Yeah, so uh, as promised, today's episode is all about how to make the most of maintenance visits. When this episode goes live, uh, we know that many techs are in the midst of going on almost nothing but maintenance visits, it might seem, right? And what we've heard over the years of working with techs is that a lot of techs hate going on maintenance visits. But Derek, is that the right mindset to have? It is not the right mindset to have. <laughs> Spoiler alert! Um, yeah. But you're you're right. Um, oftentimes, when you know we're we're talking to technicians, or especially technicians who are newer into our program, there is this belief that um, they're they're not worthwhile. Right? There's there's no opportunities. The system's running fine. Um, you know, the homeowners aren't going to be interested in spending more money on their system because they already bought the maintenance agreement. And, you know, if take just take a look at the, the, the data, look, look at the top ranking technicians, and you'll see that they're actually bringing in a lot of their revenue from these maintenance visits. And when, when a technician is really into the process and has been doing well, they'll, they'll actually start to turn this corner and say, no, I'd, I'd actually rather go run maintenances. I, I, I like running maintenances. Sometimes it's the demand calls that are actually limiting because the homeowner just wants to get the system up and running. But when we can go out on these maintenance visits, there, there's a whole host of things that the homeowner is potentially interested in taking care of. But they, they, it has to be done correctly. If the call isn't done correctly with a, with a, this is the key, a really consistent process that gets followed 100% of the time where we run into issues and where what I mean is where technicians run into issues is it's inconsistent. So sometimes they ask for these things. Sometimes they don't, sometimes they make a good first impression. Sometimes they don't. Um, but when they can dial it in and have a process that they follow on every single maintenance call that they go out on that that's when the, the revenue and the opportunities really start to present themselves. So if, if we start to think, okay, you know, maybe if you're a technician listening to this and you are of that opinion that they're, they're not worthwhile, then maybe now you're interested. Let's, let's kind of get into th those opportunities. So one of, the, one of the things, if we're talking about a younger system, like a system younger than five years and we're running a maintenance, you might really think, man, this system's new, nothing's gonna be wrong with it. Why am I being sent out to run these? But all, all the data and market research shows that when that system is zero to five years old, that is when the homeowner is most interested in getting into IAQ and add-on products. Yeah. The maintenance visit is the perfect time to have those conversations. It's, it's much harder on a demand call when the system is broken to also get them interested in like an air scrubber or, or a UV light, right? Because there, there's a crisis that has to be dealt with. But when the system is working fine, according to the homeowner, and it's that newer system, they're still remembering the, the, the kind of the pain of the investment of getting into that new system. They're going to be really interested in ways that they can protect that investment, ways that they can keep it from getting dirty, right. ways that they can, um, especially, you know, let's say three, four years and it, it starts to need a cleaning. So, Hey, let's look, it's starting to get dirty. Let's prevent this from 
from developing the rust. Let's prevent this from developing the dirt. They're very interested in, in hearing about those things to protect that investment. Yeah, and that's what we hear all the time with techs. A, they don't like maintenance visits and they especially don't like the ones on the less than five years um, old. But that's, lo I love hearing that, that there is that opportunity for those add-ons when it's still new. Because why would they invest a lot of money on an add-on when it's 10, 12, 14 years old? Exactly. It's like uh, when people purchase a new vehicle. At what point of their ownership of a vehicle do they spend more money on car washes, um, waxing it, protecting it, shampooing the seats, paying money for tinted windows, and you know, and spoilers and accessories? It's it's not when they've had the vehicle for eight or nine years. Okay. It's when they just purchased the vehicle. They just spent the most money, you know, but they're they're willing to spend more money to to keep it running new and to keep it smelling nice and to keep it to keep it looking new. It it makes sense when we think about other purchases, even even homes, right? right. When do people tend to put a lot of money into the remodel? Right after they bought it, yeah, right, because they want to protect the home and keep it up. It's no different with the HVAC system. They'll be looking for those opportunities, but how how we go about getting to those opportunities and bringing it up is very very important. It has to fit again into the process by uncovering the pain points that people have with their home. They're, they're in their home, especially with COVID, they're, they've maybe been inside their home more than they've ever been inside their home. They're working out of home offices, they're converting bedrooms into, into home offices. Um, they're, they're much more now aware of every noise, um, every hot, hotter room, colder room of maybe now, Maybe they didn't used to have allergy issues, but now that they're home all the time, now that they're noticing and they're spending money trying to solve that problem already, you have to be able to uncover those things and connect the dots to the solutions that you might have to those pain points that the homeowner already has. Right. And so what, Derek, what would be your tip uh, for somebody who's new to this idea of uncovering problems and pain points? What would be a way to start that conversation? How do the how does the tech start to figure this out? What those pain points are? You, your process needs to include the ability to spend time with the homeowner, having ways that the homeowner is going to be involved with you. And the the most ideal thing is that the homeowner is moving around the house with you. You you arrive to do a maintenance before you grab your tools, before you grab your ladder, um, before you get down and actually do the maintenance. Like have the homeowner give you a tour go through the home you need to know where a lot of these things are this is the perfect opportunity so it's not just like standing at the doorway and having a little mini conversation you're moving through the home and you're asking questions of everything that you see do you like this thermostat how, how do you use it what temperature do you set it to um why did you buy this type of air filter hey i noticed um you know you've got this office over here a lot of people that i help out they tell me that when you know, the, the home is laid out like this, that they have a problem cooling or heating this room. Do you have that problem, homeowner? You know, going outside, how old is your system? How long do you want your system to last? Mm -hmm. So asking a ton of questions. The, the maintenance visit itself needs to just be a whole series of you asking questions and not just stopping there. You ask the question, the homeowner gives an answer. You ask another question, another question, another question, another question. At the end of that kind of funnel of questions, even asking the homeowner, you know, is this, is this something that you see me helping you with? Mm -hmm. Or how could I help you solve this problem? And letting the homeowner tell you, hey, if there was a way that I could wake up every morning and not have a stuffy nose, I'd be interested in that. If, if there was a way that I could work year round out of this office and not need to wear a parka or, you know, not need to wear my, my beach clothes in, in that office, I'd be really interested in that. 
now when we actually get ready to go to work with our tools, we might have a whole list of things that the homeowner has said to us that now we just have to, to now do our uh, technical mechanical side and find what's causing those issues. Yeah, and that's so different than uh, what a lot of techs see as a maintenance visit is they have a checklist of things they are just going to go in the door, get through those items as fast as they can and get out and on to the next call, right? <laughs> yeah, viewing, viewing a maintenance visit as a hit and run is such a, a massive opportunity loss. Yeah. Again, these, these should be the ones where you do the opposite. Slow down a little bit. Ask a ton of questions. This, this is really important too, not just to uncover opportunity, but to renew the maintenance agreement. Because that, that is an important aspect of running these is that maybe not on the first visit, but for sure on the second, but really both is you're building the value so yeah. that the homeowner sees the value in being a maintenance agreement customer and wants to continue that relationship. So again, if, if you're treating it like a hit and run and a checklist, the homeowner sitting and thinking of like, I don't know if this was actually worth it. They didn't find anything. They didn't cover anything. They didn't give me any ideas or any solutions. Um, instead, hearing, listening to the homeowner, hearing what they're saying, exploring those things. You might uncover eight things that that homeowner cares about. Maybe on this visit, you take care of two of them. Now, when you come out on that second visit, hey, homeowner, remember how we talked about all of these things and we took care of two of them. And now maybe we take care of two more, but we also get the renewal. And then the next year we take care of two more. Then the next visit, we take care of two more. And now we're building a pipeline where we've got opportunities every time we come out there. And eventually that pipeline is going to result in a new system. And we, we've had this relationship where we show value every single time we go into the home. Why would they want to get a new system from anyone else at that point. It's gonna be from you because you spent time with them. You got to know them. You got to know what would be the actual best system for their home because you've learned how they operate in their home and that you've learned everything about how they use the system inside their house. Yeah, and hopefully you've taken good notes along the way and pictures and videos. So not only do you have that information, but you can show them again, hey, the last time I was here, this is what I noticed, right? So that's important. Uh, document everything. Yeah. Yeah. Document everything. So what I'm hearing from you is the key points for somebody who's new to thinking of maintenance visits as an opportunity are to slow down, make sure you're asking questions to uncover those pain points. Mm -hmm. And then now, as we just mentioned, document everything. Is there anything else we want to make sure sticks out in, in the text it, mind? It's, it's a long-term game. It's a big picture yeah. game. Yeah. There are, and no matter what, when you go into a home, there are opportunities. So if, if you're leaving homes consistently without the homeowner asking you to solve some problems, there, there's a flaw in the process. And so we need, we need to go back from step one and evaluate everything from, again, the first impression to the conversations and the questions to how we, when we find things, how do we even bring it up and present it to the homeowner? There's so much opportunity there that by having a consistent process, you can start to capitalize on it. Yeah, yeah, consistency, yeah. That was the first thing you started with and we're gonna end with that is once you figure out the process of how to do your maintenance visits in a better way, make sure you're doing it the same way every way, every time. Absolutely. <laughs> yep, all right, well, as promised, the uh, text, our time is up here. It's been about 12 minutes. I try to keep these episodes short for you. But thank you so much, Derek, for this awesome information, Tex. I hope you guys go out there and try, try this uh, new way if you haven't done it this way already. And uh, thank you for tuning in.
Thank you for listening to the Trusted Technician Podcast. If you would like to learn more about SBE, you can find us on sbeodyssey.com. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we would appreciate it if you would leave us a review. Thank you for tuning in and we will see you next time.